Hey, are you ready to grow your business? You have checked out the number one resource for business leaders, entrepreneurs, startup founders, and managers. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business with real actionable steps. There's no fluff in this podcast. It's just good advice. Check out this episode. If you're a first-time listener, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review. Today, we talk about what the trust fee is when it comes to attracting and retaining talent and why you should never do it. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be talking about it on this episode. Here comes your good advice. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Benz, the owner of Good Advice and this podcast. So it's if you didn't know that, you've probably uh, have wandered off into some random podcast. And if that's the case, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I like to treat this podcast as sort of my outlet for just sharing some things that I feel like are really basic in business. Uh, if you are a seasoned business owner, I think you're going to appreciate some of the insights that are in this podcast. And if you were a newer business owner, or maybe you're somebody who, you know, running a business is something that's been kind of a, a dream as like a side hustle. Hopefully this podcast would be something that saves you a lot of the pain that happens in the process of running a business. Many seasoned business owners will tell you that becoming an entrepreneur, that, that running your own business can be some of the most challenging, painful things that you can actually do. And that's not to discourage at all. It's just, it's just the nature of the game, I guess. So uh, this is being recorded. It's currently Wednesday, uh, about the middle of February in 2022. And we just published our 250th episode this last month which just blows my mind. The podcast actually has had more listeners than ever before in the last couple of months. And it's, it's something I'm really grateful for. I'm really humbled about it. And uh, appreciate those of you who not just have been consistent listeners, but also some of you guys who you've checked out our Patreon and you've been a, a subscriber for the podcast. You know, you're somebody who you, you support the podcast. Um, that especially is something that I really appreciate. So Today, I'm going to be short and sweet. Uh, I got a lot going on today, but I really wanted to get this video out because sometimes I come across things that I, I, I come across something and I think, surely this cannot be real. Like, surely this can't be true. And it, it always serves to be really great content for the podcast. It's great content for conversations I have with people. Uh, one example of this would be I saw an ad that popped up. And this is something that I talk about often on the podcast, but I saw an ad that popped up that basically um, said, you know, here's how you can have a multi-million dollar business without a website. This is a common practice, by the way, in the marketing world where someone, in order to get your attention, they, they take something that is often traditionally accepted as necessary that many of us don't always have like the personal... Um, expertise for. And they say, uh, 
you know, hey, guess what? You don't have to do that. That thing that seems like a lot of work that maybe even feels a bit expensive, you don't have to worry about that. So we know that websites can be several thousand dollars. They can be expensive to maintain. They can be a real pain in order to be, uh, in order for us to know, like, really, what do I put on it? How do I design it? And that's often things that I encourage people to offload onto a professional. And so this ad rolls up that says, hey, guess what? You can have a successful business and you don't need a website. Well, naturally, plenty of people are going to be pretty curious about this and pretty excited about this. Well, the irony about the ad is that when you click on the ad, it then takes you to that person's website where you can learn more, you can you can buy from them, what have you. And it's a bit ironic that this person who's saying, you don't need a website, but come to my website to find out more information. It's somewhat, I don't know if hypocritical is the right word, but it's just, it's disingenuous, right? And so this is very common in the business world. People say and do things to um, get your attention, right? So I, I often find myself seeing these things that are really silly and saying, okay, this is insane, but we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this to make sure people know how unrealistic this is. Um, I, you know, it's like, I talked to someone the other day who shared with me a story about someone who it just clicked for them as they put it. And they went from being a server at a restaurant to a six figure earner in only 10 days. Like, I don't know what else to say other than this is BS. It's BS. Now I hope that the stars align and someone just you know, punches their lottery ticket and it just clicks and works for them. And that story may be true for that person, but I'll tell you flat out, not in a pessimistic way or a cynical way, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen again. Okay. And so, um, I hear stories like this and I'm like, we got to talk about this because people unfortunately are naive enough to not just necessarily believe it, but to expend the mental energy of comparison, of why did that happen to them? Why is it not happening to me? When really it's like, it's not that it's not happening to you. It's just that you're in, you know, month eight, month eight of a business that typically is going to take 10 years to see success on. So um, all that to say, I saw a social media post that got me, um, I, I rolled my eyes about it. We talk about management a lot on the podcast. You know, how do you manage effectively? How do you lead people really well? And, um, you know, it's really not that complicated. But one thing that I have been more and more open to talking about and being more deliberate about is this concept of paying your people what they're worth. You have to invest in your people. It, it there, There's no longer an avenue to ask someone to work for you and pay them the bare minimum and then expect meaningful results from them. You know, if you want talented, committed employees, this is a luxury that you have to be prepared to invest in. It has to be part of your internal strategy if you really want to see your business grow, change, and develop. So the other part of this conversation is um, I have a lot of conversations with um, the startup community and people in the startup world, and there's all sorts of dialogue around this. But one thing that I like to point out is that people for a few years now, probably longer actually, have been using the term startup to as sort of a, 
substitution for bad business. So here's what I mean by this is startup casually typically means it's it's a new business, it's a startup, and they are typically trying to innovate in some way, they're trying to disrupt in some way, they have some new cool product or service, it could be tech related, it might not be. But, um, you know, they're, they're trying to bring something newer to market that potentially hasn't been done before. What I noticed in some of my conversations, even a few years ago with people in the startup world were these things that really felt antithetical to what business was, what good business was. So like someone who says, um, yeah, I, I haven't been able to play to pay my employees for three months, but you know, that's just the startup life. And it's like, no, I don't I don't think that's the startup life. I think I think legally you have to pay your people. <laughs> I don't know if you can go three months without paying them. Or I'd hear things like, um, our startup is valued at a million dollars because my brother's uncle's uh dog had a former owner who did a business just like ours and they sold it for fifty million dollars. And we have been, our business has been around for one fiftieth of the time. So we're worth a million dollars. So you're like crazy stuff like this when typically, by the way, valuation of a business is usually based specifically on revenue, um, projected revenue, revenue that you've already done uh, and neatly packaging that in terms of your um, industry, you know what you're doing, some of your your upcoming plans with your strategic plan, all sorts of things like that. All this to say, valuation is not, I feel like we have something really cool here. I feel like this is really valuable. That's not what valuation is. But that's what a lot of people do is, you know, Hey, Amazon does a billion, you know, a hundred billion of trillion dollars, whatever. So naturally we're in an industry where we must be valued X amount. I'm getting to the point here of what I'm talking about today. The, the whole, my whole point is that there's very sloppy tactics that people take and then they say, well, we're a startup, you know? I mean, like it, it's almost, it would be, <laughs> we wouldn't be hipster if we had like clearly defined processes or like a way to go about things and what have you. So the whole reason I'm getting to this is I read a post on social media from a guy named Mike, and he said, my startup is asking me for a, quote, trust fee. Now, I'm pretty immersed in the startup world. I'm not an expert on things startup related, but I've been in the startup community for a few years now. I've been having conversations with people for a few years now. Uh, so I'm not totally um, lost on the basic terminology and concepts but I'd never heard of a trust fee before. And I thought that's really interesting. So the post reads, the very recently started company currently valued at about $300,000, which is interesting because it's a brand new business. So how could you be, how could you be valued at 300 K, uh, which 300 K valuation is also fairly low. Uh, my very recently started company currently valued at 300 K is asking for a trust fee from me of about $5,000 in order for me to work for them. Is this common? They won't be paying me any salary for my time and effort, but they would be bringing me in at 3% of the company. So 3% on $300,000 valuation, which is 
Um, 1% is 3K is, is $9,000. So, um, which by the way, in case you're totally unfamiliar with this kind of stuff, uh, 3% of 300K is $9,000 of the current valuation. It's not cash in your pocket. The company doesn't actually have 300K. Right now, this is a mythical number until the business actually begins selling and doing, um, uh, actually making money. You know, if they do, um, if they do $300,000, then that's a lot more of a realistic figure than just saying, yeah, we think we're worth about this much. So the 9,000 isn't money in his pocket. It's actually nothing right now because they haven't sold anything. But let's understand what's happening here. This business is saying, we're not going to pay you, but we will give you equity. And on top of that, we're asking you to pay us a trust fee of $5,000. Now this could be, again, I've never heard of any kind of this terminology before. Um, it could be that maybe they feel like they have some intellectual property that they don't want to be um, you know, just open to anyone. But regardless of the situation, you have to understand how absolutely insane this is. I mean, what a joke that you would hire an employee and ask them to pay you $5,000 for you to come work for them. Some of the most lucrative jobs in the tech world, for example, working, I don't know if Google is still incredibly lucrative, but I'm assuming five, six years ago, it was really great on your resume. It's some, that's it's somewhat coming up right now with um, Elon Musk's uh, SpaceX company. You know, putting that on your resume is fairly impressive, uh, despite what I might think about, you know, working conditions there. And so even in these businesses, they aren't forcing you to pay a trust fee. They are paying you because jobs pay their employees. It's just a basic concept. Frankly, this might even be illegal. I have no idea, by the way. But I just, I read this and I just thought there is really Nothing that surprises me that much anymore because if people out there who, frankly, they, they just want the biggest return for the smallest investment and that strategy does not work for your employees, it doesn't work to have that kind of minimum effort, but hoping for the largest outcome, it doesn't work. I've talked about management at, at, at length and one of the most common things that I've mentioned is you have to treat your employees just like you would a marketing campaign or a sales campaign or um, rolling out a new product. All of these things you would do with incredible deliberateness. You would be intentional. You would have conversations and planning and designing around how do we do this the right way? We want to make a difference in our industry. So how do we do this in the most compelling fashion? Nowadays, you have to take that same zest for whatever those things are and apply it to management as well. Your management game has to be on point in terms of that same um, appreciation for focus and competitiveness and desiring the right talent and especially in today's world of the great resignation, if you don't do that, you're going to get what's left over. And the person who is applying for jobs during the great resignation and is currently unhirable, 
Um, it's, and I, I don't want to give someone a life crisis if they're listening to this episode and they're thinking I can't get hired. There's plenty of reasons why someone might not be able to get hired, but speaking generally, just generally great talent is getting picked up. Um, they're getting picked up for the right job and you don't want to be someone who you're incapable of accessing that talent pool simply because you deeply misunderstand business. Don't charge your employees trust fees. You should be paying them well and building their trust with you. It's the bottom line. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget we're on our Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash good advice. Continue to stay tuned to the podcast. We got great guests coming through the year of 2022, through the rest of the month of February and March upcoming. And I appreciate you guys for listening. I'll catch you later. That's today's good advice. See ya.